So we have gone through the mountain, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, previously, when we go through the first two up to number three, uh, we I highlighted about how uh, there's no start, yeah. That it is an uh, beginningless journey, yeah. Uh, but there's actually a, another layer to the first two, which is about how, because we have gone through so many lives, mm, here it says, uh, <coughs> uh, you have experienced suffering for such a long time, monks, you have experienced suffering, anguish and disaster, and swept the cemetery. Okay? Uh, in page 37. Then, in page 38, uh, for such a long time, monks, you have experienced suffering, anguish and disaster, and swept the cemetery. The same thing. Yeah. It is saying, uh, if you just consider one life, you go through a lot of hardship, also go through happiness, you go through a lot of ups and downs, uh, you lose people when they pass away, and ultimately we, we ourselves pass away, and we lose everybody who is still around. You lose all the possessions you have gained. You lose everything when you die, in a way, except your karma. So, uh, now imagine that you have gone, gone through so many lives, innumerable number of lives. Then the Buddha says, it is enough to become disenchanted with all formations. Enough to become dispassionate with them, uh, towards, toward them, enough to be liberated from them. And this is the deeper uh, layer of uh, reflection. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, attending the first novice retreat, one, uh, one fellow novice monk, he, he mentioned something similar to this. Uh, so he mentioned that we have gone through so many lives yeah, since beginningless time. And I think he may have heard some reproche, quoted some of this. Yeah. Because there's a lot, no? A lot of this. In this book, it's just putting a few for us to appreciate. So he says, uh, so he told me, through so many lives, we have been many things. We have been uh, heavenly beings, we have gone to hell, we have been animals, we have been hell uh, ghosts, we have been human beings. And as a human being, we have been kings before, we have been queen, prince, we have been merchants, successful, not successful, we have gone through so many things. Uh, what's the big deal of doing it one more time? He is not even a... Uh, I should say that he's a real monk, although he's a short-term monk. He's not some big master. But at that moment when I heard that, in my mind, <laughs> in a way, I became liberated. <laughs> uh, not completely liberated, but liberated from my worldly pursuits. 
Yeah. At that point in time, I know in my heart, I, my work, my position in society, don't have a hold on me anymore. So I don't know when you read this, do you have that same feeling? Yeah. That was in a way the the turning point for me to consider. Yeah. I I'm able. Although after that, after I finish a retreat, I still go back to work. I still enjoy my work. I work for another almost two, uh, one and a half years to two years. Um, yeah, but during that period, I know that the 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 work has no hold on me. Yeah. And so some people ask me like, "Well, how are you able to just so called let go?" But in my mind, nothing to let go. <laughs> I, I'm not that I'm not interested, but it's that I know that yeah, the the feeling is different already. Yeah. So here the Buddha point out something even deeper that you consider how much you have gone through life after life. Yeah, you would be disenchanted. That means enchanted means that wow, you look at this thing, wow, so like you are under a spell, you know. Now this enchanted, you are no longer under this realm. Yeah? You and enough to become dispassionate. Passionate means wow, you have so much feelings for it. Wow, you like it, wow, you want it. Now dispassionate. You you have seen how many times? Yeah. So for us, this is just a concept. Because we cannot see it. Yeah. We cannot see it yet. Uh, but so this is for us just a reflection to reflect on how if we eh, is that picture a new picture? no, no uh, oh, oh, the one that picture ah, today that sun is extremely <laughs> bright <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this morning, the sun rises. Oh, you can see me yesterday, like. No, I didn't see. Oh, okay. Same, actually. Same. <laughs> 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 but I've seen some moons before, like oh. really huge. Really huge, yeah. 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 It's so huge. Yeah. So, um, if we were to reflect upon it. Often times reflect. Yeah. If you can accept past life and future life, then you do this reflection. It'll help you to look at things quite differently. Someone heard us, how many times have we been hurt anyway? Not just by this person, so many people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And most importantly, when we are hurt, when we are hurt, uh, it is because we are attached to something else. Don't focus on the hurt. Focus on what we are attached to. When someone we say someone hurt us, it's because we are attached to something that we can get hurt. You know? If you're not attached to that thing, the person cannot hurt us. Whether it's something somebody outside, that person harm that person, so we get hurt because that person is hurt. Or ourselves. What can I do? <laughs> 
we may the person may the person may uh, attack us. Okay, but it's because it's only when we are attached to ourselves, uh, something about us, that we feel hurt. Yeah. So if we were to focus on, we have this for so many lives, but each after each life gone, after each life gone, what's the big deal? Different perspective. The third one, the mountain, is purely about how, uh, not purely, it's also about how it goes goes deeper into how how long it is. So last week we talked about how, if you just imagine, uh, seven miles, I think the, 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 oh, is it 27 or 7? Yeah, a very quite a certain distance, uh. seven. seven miles, right? Yeah. So imagine if it's seven miles wide, seven miles uh, long, and seven miles high. Yeah, solid mass of rock, and a person every one once a hundred years wide. Even if you take a drill and knock once a hundred years, it take forever. <laughs> Now imagine if you just take a piece of cloth. This is how long. So you, if you can reflect, you go through so many lives, so many lives. A hundred years can be. You can use a hundred years to represent one life. So imagine how many lives you have to go through. You know. So today we go to the Ganges River. At Rajagaha, in the bamboo grove. Today in India. This place is called Rajgir. Yeah. Yeah, Rajgir. It's the same it's the same place. Yeah. It's just the one is I think Tamil, uh, one is the um, Pali. At Rajagaha in the bamboo grove, the squirrel sanctuary. A certain Brahmin approached the blessed one and exchanged greetings with him. When they had concluded their greetings and cordial talk, he sat down to one side and asked him, Master Gotama, how many aeons have passed and gone by? So the Buddha replied, Brahmin, many aeons have, have elapsed and gone by. It is not easy to count them and say there are so many aeons or so many hundreds of aeons or so many thousands of aeons or so many hundreds of thousands of eons. The Brahmin then replied, But is it possible to give a simile, Master Gautama? It is possible, Brahmin, the Blessed One said. Imagine, Brahmin, the grains of sand between the point where the Ganges River originates and the point where it enters the great ocean. It is not easy to count this and say, There are... so many grains of sand, or so many hundreds of grains, or so many thousands of grains, or so many hundreds of thousands of grains. Brahmin, the aeons that have elapsed and gone by are even more numerous than that. It is not easy to count them and say that there are so many aeons, so many, or so many hundreds of aeons, or so many thousands of aeons, or so many hundreds of thousands of aeons. For what reason? Because Brahmin, this samsara is without discoverable beginning. 
uh, a first point is not descent of beings roaming and wandering on hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. For such a long time, uh, here will be Brahmin. Yeah? For such a long time, Brahmin, you have experienced suffering, anguish and disaster and swelled the cemetery. Uh, it is enough to become disenchanted with all formations, uh, enough to become dispassionate toward them, enough to be liberated from them. Mm. Oh. Uh, so the dot dot dot, you need to bring in the verses from the other side. So this is again talking about how it is not that we just started. yeah, uh, And because we have not just started, and because it has been so long, you should... Uh, it is just like if we ask you to say, uh, choose your favorite movie and watch it once. The first time you watch it, it's very nice. Watch it again. Maybe it's still nice. Watch it a thousand times. Watch it a hundred thousand times. Every time just watch the same movie. <laughs> you get sick of the movie. Eh? Uh, it is similar. It's trying, the Buddha is trying to highlight. We have gone through so many. Yeah. We are looking forward because we, we feel that it's going to be different. But we have gone through life after life after life. Yeah, you should become weary of it. Dog on a leash. Uh, before I continue so um, this line of uh, reflection is purely in a way purely Shravaka yeah? meaning for those who are striving single pointedly to be liberated so this is very powerful for uh, Bodhisattvas when they reflect on this uh, they don't just reflect oh wow, it's so suffering I must get out but they should reflect sentient beings are still going through it. Yeah. I cannot just want to get up. Sentient beings are going through this again and again. Yeah. And instead, because I've gone through so much, I shouldn't be affected by it. Yeah. But let me see how I can still help sentient beings without being affected by it. So the same reflection can give rise to two different approaches. Oh. Mm, okay. Louis, uh, dog on the leash. Yeah, just nice dog on the leash. No, no. Uh, there is no making an end of suffering for those beings roaming and wandering on. Yeah. Oh. I mentioned last oh. week. Wandering on. Wandering on is a phrase. Yeah. Hindered by, hindered by hindered ignorance. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, pause here. Yeah. 
uh, orange. There comes a time, months, when Sinaru, the king of mountains, burns up and perishes and no longer exists. But still, I say, there is no making an end of suffering for those beings ruling and wandering on, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. There comes a time, months, when the great earth burns up and perishes and no longer exists. But still, I say, there is no making an end of suffering for those beings roaming and wandering on, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. Mm, okay, thank you. Uh, so here, um, again, is on how samsara has no beginning. Yeah. Uh, but here the highlight is uh, about how a first point mm. is not this is not descent of beings roaming and wandering on, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. So uh, again, I must highlight uh, whenever people ask, like, hey, but in in other religion in Christianity, you talk about the first sin. The original sin, yeah. Uh, well, but in Buddhism, the Buddha and uh, very clearly, in no uncertain terms, in so many places, highlight that you cannot find a first point, yeah, where oh, at this point onwards, then there's ignorance. No, this ignorance is conditioned by a previous state. That one by a previous one. You cannot find this is a start. I cannot find such an existence. Yeah. Uh, then, following that, there are three uh, different examples given. Yeah, the first one about ocean, the second one, the mountain, and then after that, the great earth. Yeah. Uh, in many other suttas, the Buddha used these, these three areas to actually uh, illustrate. Yeah. Why? Because um, even today, if you consider the ocean, um, if you go to the beach, in Singapore, you can see the end. <laughs> and you can see... Uh, in Singapore, if you, are, if you stand on the shore of Singapore, you cannot see the horizon. You, because before you see the horizon, you see land. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and usually the land is also quite near. <laughs> You just look at our streets of Johor, you look at Batam, let's throw, throw a stone at <laughs> Batam. But if you were to travel, uh, let me see. If you go to Australia, at the east side of Australia, there's this uh, lighthouse uh, and there's a bay there, Barren Bay. Uh, it is said to be a very popular tourist spot uh, because it, it is the Easternmost corner of the of the uh, of the what is that Pacific Pacific continent, yeah, Australia Pacific continent. Because from that point onward, all the way around, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. So from that point, if you stand and you face, I mean, the place is usually very crowded uh, because everybody go there and take picture. Wow. It, and because it's on a, like a cliff and then there's a lighthouse, if you stand on top and you look over, 
you can really see very far and you're like, wow, there's really no end to it, you know. Yeah. So in India, India, well, it's a, a continent, the Indian continent, but it is uh, for many Indians, they have seen the ocean. So when the Buddha used the ocean to describe, eh, they have an idea. Yeah. And the ocean is vast one. So now he says, when the great ocean dries up and evaporates and no longer exists. So can you imagine how long it will take? <laughs> it will take forever. <laughs> ah, then the Buddha says, there is no making of an end of suffering for those beings roaming and wandering on, hindered by ignorance and fettered by craving. Yeah, so he used this way to describe how long it will take. Yeah, it is almost uh, no end to it. Uh. So it's not just about uh, the beginning, yeah. But also here it says there's no end to the making of suffering. Yeah? Next he used Mao Sineru, yeah, uh, or Sineru, and we discussed this before. Uh, the king of mountains, yeah, Shi Mi San Wang. Shi Mi and Shi Ni the same. Yeah, referring to the same thing. Shi Mi San Wang, yeah. So imagine for the mountain to burn up and perish. Not to mention Mount Sumeru. Just imagine Mount, uh, the, not Mount, uh, Bukit Timah Hill. <laughs> just imagine that hill to just burn up, burn until it disappears. It will take a long time, you know. Now imagine if it's Mount Sumeru. Yeah? Let's, we don't know, we're, for me I'm still not certain which one is Mount Sumeru. But let's assume assume that it's Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Mount Everest is very huge, you know. Yeah, for it to burn up and disappear. Wow, it will take a long, long time. Yeah. And then the Great Earth. The last one is the Great Earth. Yeah. The very earth that we have, we stand on. Mm-hmm. Massive. Now for the whole earth to burn up and perish and no longer exist. Yeah, so the Buddha used these three as an example. Serene? Uh, Suppose monks, a dog tied up on a leash, was bound to a strong post or pillar. It would just keep on running and revolving around that same post or pillar. So too, the uninstructed whirling regards form as self, feeling as self, mm. perception as self, volitional formation as self, consciousness as self. Yeah. It just keeps running and revolving around form, around feeling, around perception, around volitional formations, around consciousness. As it keeps on running and revolving around them, it is not freed from form, not freed from feeling, not freed from perception, not freed from volitional formations, not freed from consciousness. It is not freed from birth, aging and death, not freed from sorrow, Lamentation, pain, dejection, and despair. Not free from suffering, I say. Mm, thank you. Yeah, so, so the first three is about uh, the analogy. And the last one uh, describes... Okay, so in front talk about the wandering on. In what way? It's just like a dog tied to a leash, uh, on a leash. Uh, bound to a strong pose of pillar. Uh, in a way, if you think about it, 
what are the the in our own life, what are the strong holes and pillar? It's basically those things that we are attached to, things that we are preoccupied with. Yeah, our life just keep rolling. <laughs> uh, so um, the Buddha in this case um, break it down to the five aggregates. We are fundamentally attached to forms, feelings, perception, mental formations, and consciousness. Yeah. The dot 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 here, um, I believe it refers to uh, an earlier text yeah, where there is the reference to the self. Yeah. Um, if you consider page 34, No, page 34. So there is the part regards form as self, self as possessing form, or form as in self, or self as in form. Okay? Uh, so the dot 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 is from is referring to this portion. Yeah. Then after he finished, then he continued, he just keeps running and so on. Yeah, so is the yeah. <laughs> so this ends the human condition. If we do a recap uh, of the human condition, it starts off with OH illness and death about how uh, that is what we go through mm -hmm. and the Buddha give different examples to uh, highlight the depth of uh, amount of suffering we go through then we have the divine messengers uh, so beyond that then uh, go deeper into the differences between being enlightened and enlightened how uh, as we go through life we inevitably experience pain. Uh, but if we were to not be reflective, we not uh, uh, understand that it is impermanent, then we end up having a second problem. Yeah? A second problem to ourselves. Uh, then the vicissitudes of life, the four pairs, the eight different kinds of conditions. Uh, Gain, loss, fame, disrepute, uh, praise and blame, pleasure and pain. Yeah. Uh, and then I share with you all the Pa Hong Chui Putong. Then anxiety due to change, and this is then this goes deeper into the five aggregates. That is because a person is attached to the five aggregates that uh, give rise to anxiety when there's change. Yeah. Uh, the cloud when the cloud changes we are not affected by it yeah. why? because we are not attached to it uh, the Buddha in one of the sutta um, which sutta? in one of the sutta he, he mentions to the monks consider this uh, now, if we were to, which one did he say first? Uh, 
I think he talked about the least first. He said, uh, if now someone, let me try to recall, uh, did he talk about the monks' ropes and uh, talk about the ropes first? Let me just say the ropes first. Uh. So the, the Buddha asked, if now someone were to take your ropes and burn it, will it be affected? Say yes, oh, will be affected. Yeah. Uh, because it's uh, our root or something. Then the Buddha said, Now consider this. If someone were to take the branches of that forest, yeah, take the, those trees, cut it down, and then take the branches, gather it together, and then set it on fire. And after it has burned up, uh, take the ashes and scatter it into the air. Yeah? Uh, would it be affected? I said, no. I said, why? Because that is not mine. Understand? Yes. Yeah. Because you don't consider that to be mine. Huh? 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 Do I get affected? No, not not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, whether don't I my house. But, but you see, whether I get affected or not, it is still the truth. Even if I get affected, you cannot. One cannot say. Sifu also get affected, so it's okay to be affected. No, uh, but if Sifu get affected, Sifu is also wrong. Sifu is also suffering. So, do you want to follow Sifu to suffer, or do you want to not suffer? No, the one to suffer. Uh, it's, it's really not easy. Uh, nobody says it's yeah. easy. I mean, it's a fun part, you you have to usually like lessen uh lessen the things that you attach to but it's not possible. Don't say it's not possible first. If you start off by saying it's not possible, then it's not possible. I I, I thought to myself is that as long as I lessen I, I lessen the thing that attached, I think that is an achievement. Oh yes, 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 of course. You, you should work towards I the last time. If my dog bite my kid's blanket, I'll be very sad. But now, okay, I'm just so bad, you know, like, okay. mm. right. your, your direction is correct to say that uh, if we can lessen it, then it's an improvement. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but we should not say that it's impossible. Mm. Because otherwise, we give ourselves a mental block. Um. <laughs> So, uh, which we have to have a method, a way. Yeah. Uh, in Buddhism, it has a lot to do with the mindset. Yeah. That's why in the development or cultivation of wisdom, there's three stages. Yeah. Hearing, then you reflect. You reflect, reflect, reflect. Ah! Oh, you you have a wow! You become really lightened up, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then, if you were to reflect and observe, reflect and observe, one day, hey, you really see it differently. Not just think differently, but see it differently. Uh, then it, it's it's a very. Then you find peace. Yeah. Then you find peace. Yeah. Uh. 他也是方法 
啊，船先啊，是吧？啊，可以这样子的。他也是有分说，哎，这个地址他比较有潜能，潜能是什么东西啊？应该是这个。呃、啊，避而不去解决，他永远还是会，总有一天他他还是会再来。啊，讲过一次。要是你避而不去解决。哦呀呀呀。哦。Yeah. If we, yeah, in Buddhism, uh, at the initial stage, at the initial stage, we, uh, we may distance ourselves from something, uh, that triggers certain defilements, but ultimately. We have to resolve it. Yeah, if we just keep, uh, you know, yeah, you may you may find that you run away from A, then you meet B. You run away from B, you meet C. You run away from C, you <laughs> then after all, you have no more place to go. <laughs> But if you can overcome it, then uh, whether you if they are, how do I put it? I once. I I have often times tell people this. Uh, if you, uh, if if you have a, uh, should should I say issue or you have something, ah,、uh, and if you don't overcome it, then you feel that oh I want to go. That may not always be the best. Doesn't mean you must stay, but if you leave because of that, that may not be the best reason. After you have overcome it. Doesn't mean you must stay. Yeah, when you have problem, doesn't mean you must go. When you when you have solved the problem, doesn't mean you must stay. Yeah. After you have you resolve it, yeah, if you are free to go. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to stay, it's okay. You can stay without attachment, but you don't. Uh, you don't have to uh, worry about staying anymore. So then, after that, a world in turmoil. Yeah, we talk about the whole world. Yeah,、uh, and the origin of conflict. Why do beings live in hate? Then it goes through the different reasons,、uh, conditions, and how different people fight over different things.、Uh, the dark chain of causation. Yeah.、Uh, The roots of violence and oppression.、Uh, then the last part is what we have been going through in the past few weeks, up to today,、uh, without discoverable beginning.、Yeah. So, when we look at this discoverable beginning, then you should consider all the earlier ones that the Buddha have said, multiplied by a hundred, by a thousand, a hundred thousand. By innumerable lifetimes, because each lifetime you go through all the things, you know. Each lifetime you are going through birth, aging, sickness, and death. Each lifetime you are actually going through anxiety due to change. Each lifetime you are facing the vicissitudes of life. Each very lifetime you go through all this. Then at the end, the Buddha said, "No, you don't, don't think it's just one time. So many lives you go through this. Bokawa, no, no." Ah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Why people come to Buddhism at different yeah. age? Some come, come in contact very young age. You, you could say that because it's previous life, they just carry on this life. That's why when yeah. very young age, they come into contact many different age. But people like me, like, you come in the So what, what happened to my first 50 years? In the past, uh, uh, in the past, my teacher said that in the past, from the sutta it says, I think it's the Buddha's time. There was a monk who ordained at the age of 80 years old. 80. Uh, it took him 20 years to attain enlightenment. So at age 100, he attained Arahanthood. He passed away at age 120. So for the next last 20 years, he, he gave teachings. Um, in the in, in terms of that, then it doesn't matter when you come into Buddhism. Number one. Number two, uh, you may think you come into Buddhism now at 50 years old. Uh, but because of your earnestness to learn, then you learn until maybe learn until 90 years old. 40 years. Eh? Then with that 40 years, Maybe next life you become human being again. And because of your 40 years of learning and practices, by the time you are born as a child again, uh, depending on how you live your other part of your 40 years, uh, uh, maybe because you go, go to the old folks home, you go do charity, you take care of animals, you have kindness and compassion and so on, and your affinity, so maybe in next life, Maybe one of the Dharma brother and sister become your parents. And those positive links so uh, again have conditions to be in touch with Buddhism very quickly. But maybe in your past life, maybe a lot of people come out, hey come on, come on, go on, go on. So we say that the for our, for the contact with Buddhism, uh, not not by chance. Yeah, not by chance. Uh, we may feel like, I don't know about you, but some people may feel, it will not fair what... No, as far as contact with Dharma is, is fair. It's not unfair. Yeah, it's not unfair. Uh, last time, uh, when I was newly ordained for a while, then after a few years, there was one time my mom told me that uh, Master Ying Shun, uh, he has, my mom has ever told me about Master Ying Shun before, uh, Ying Shun Tao Shi. I remember the first time he told me, she told me about him, I actually don't have a good feeling. But now in talks I, I mentioned about my teacher, mentioned about Ying Shun Tao Shi, and mentioned about Si Nian Tao Shi. These are three masters that I mentioned, sometimes Dalai Lama. Uh, but I remember that initially when I heard about Sui Ying Shun Tao Shi, my, my, it's a very embarrassing thing to say. Eh? But when I hear Ying Shun Tao Shi, then I feel like, why everybody Fa Shi, where, you know, how come this person is Tao Shi, what, what is this? <laughs> so even for Sifu, 
I realized that oh, there was a time where I'm actually biased, no. So I start to you, you have to start to wonder. So you think that now Sifu is not biased? Maybe Sifu is also biased, but maybe ten years later, twenty years later, when I look back, or maybe ten, twenty lives later, when I look back, wow, actually very biased also. <laughs> not as objective as Sifu thinks he is. So uh, maybe in the past, other people have mentioned about Buddhism to you before, but conditions are not there. When their conditions are not there, we may just ignore it. Yeah, not that you purposely want to ignore, but it just they click and don't doesn't doesn't touch you. Yeah. Uh, there was once once more. Um, my mom then told me that actually last time she has heard about Ahanzin, which is the Nikayas. Yeah, the Agamas. Agamas and Nikaya are basically the same thing, with slight differences in the text. So she said that last time she has ever seen it before. And then I asked her, Why didn't you tell me about it? Then she said, No, uh, who knows you got wisdom, you have this wisdom to understand. I thought you cannot understand. <laughs> so I thought, well, no, if, you, if you show me earlier, I mean, I, I would have become a part of it. <laughs> but later I thought about it, I told her, I said, But maybe if you had shown me earlier, Maybe I also reject it because the conditions are not right. Yeah. Conditions are not right. Uh, in many ways, I start to appreciate that the that things happen at the right time. Things always happen at the right time. Nothing happened at the wrong time. When it can happen, it must have the conditions. Or the Huan Jing. <laughs> uh, whether it's external Huan Jing, environmental conditions, or internal state. When things happen, it means that that is the right time. Yeah. So that's why for enlightened, not 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 enlightened. For enlightened beings, uh, they look at the whole world. They are at peace with the whole world. Even when disaster happens, they are at peace. But they feel compassion for the suffering anyway. But they know that it happens for a reason. Yeah. So in a way, there was a time I told my mom. I said. Now I feel that there's no innocent in a way. Yeah. Even when there's a, there's a disaster, maybe when we say someone is innocent, it means that in this life he didn't do anything wrong. But maybe in the past life, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's not past life, sometimes it's in this life, at that moment or something. Yeah. But when it happens, it must have conditions. Uh, there must be suitable conditions. Uh, it is 11 plus. Uh, you can. Can you ask her to get my phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In case the cause there there's a no. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Just, just stand there and just read. Yeah. I have a reason for taking that picture. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. The. Yeah. So, just now, what were we saying? Uh, uh, 
talking about the conditions yeah. and then the innocence in the world. Yeah. yeah. So we um, when we look at something happen, um, yeah, the, the key thing I wanted to highlight was the difference between enlightened and unenlightened beings responding to things happening. Yeah. Uh, we may not fully appreciate everything yet. Yeah. But the one thing we can do and we should try to do is uh, not to respond uh, to whatever is happening with defilements. Because whatever we have done in the past will be now. But from this point onwards, what can we do moving forward? Not to respond, not to react, not to act in an unenlightened way. Uh, the question about how different people come into contact to Buddh- with Buddhism at different age. Uh, I, I, I firmly, uh, I'm quite convicted to this notion that it is not by chance. Uh, but at the same time, we don't have to uh, be disheartened. Uh, yeah, I stuck only at 50 years old or 50 plus. Uh, better late than never. And who knows, maybe your potential 50 years old with such a good teacher, <laughs> maybe, 50, maybe two, two more years enlightened. Better than someone who five years old come into Buddhism, then dilly dally until 500 years old, still not enlightened. <笑>那是我這樣子是用想的啊什麼東西我沒有說這樣子是用假想的假想啊是嗎因為是他應該要講去做沒有我的意思就是說與其在那邊糾纏說我哎呀不是說他啦就是說有些人他會覺得說哎
but the result is that you get hurt. Right? <laughs> what to do? <laughs> you know. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, karma is complicated. <laughs> yeah, but, but that that's why the person's intent is important. Uh, the person's intent is important.